Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is, and always will be, our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. RomanticAsheville.com, create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. And by Nest Realty and Realtor Janet Oppenheimer, a senior resource specialist. Janet serves the Asheville, North Carolina area. Visit nestrealty.com and look for your trusted mountain community advisor, Janet Oppenheimer. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website that's speakingoftravel.net, and on pretty much all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, Amazon, and iTunes. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who have the unique ability to capture the magnitude of love in all its rich, amazing forms and channel it into art. You know, I've seen studies that show that art makes you happier, whether you're the one creating your own art or you're enjoying someone else's. Evidence even suggests that art makes you feel more satisfied. In fact, mental health professionals actually agree there's a connection between creative expression and being positive. My guest today is Marco Caratelli. Marco was born in Siena, and he paints, and he is an artist, and he he is just an amazing person, and I'm so excited to talk to him today. With him being in Siena, Italy, Marco, welcome to Speaking of Travel. Hi, how are you? Good. It's so great to have you. I've just been enamored, Marco, with your beautiful, beautiful art, and I can't wait to hear about uh, your creative process. But first, I'd love to have a little backstory of who you are. Who is Marco? Were you born in Siena? Okay, okay, yes. I am born in, uh, I was born in Siena and um, I did uh, the School of Art here in Siena and um, I studied art history at Siena University and um, and I, I grew up with the, with this background uh, of my of my of my knowledge 
And uh, I try to transfer my knowledge and my passion uh, today with the uh, a medieval technique because I, tr- I try to reproduce the medieval art. Well, when you were growing up, Marco, as a little boy growing up there in Siena, and I have been very uh, lucky and fortunate to have been in Siena. So I, I recognize where you are and that part of the world is so beautiful and, uh, and so old. So give us an idea when you were a little boy, were you just totally enamored with the beauty that was surrounding you as a child? Yeah, yeah because here in Siena is very easy to find uh, the art, every single part, every single cross, uh, talking about uh, art, uh, medieval art, especially medieval art here in Siena. And uh, I grew up uh, with uh, with this atmosphere. And uh, like I told you, I try to transfer uh, the, the beauty of, of my town and my, uh, and my land. Well, Siena has such a ancient history with gothic architecture and those narrow winding streets and beautiful fresco churches for a young boy that must have just been so rich such a rich way to grow up yeah yeah that's right it's possible to find uh, in the in the city hall, the beautiful fresco uh, in the church, uh, the, cathedral, the the main cathedral, uh, the beautiful uh, painting, and it's very easy to find uh, art here in Siena. And you welcome. I I waiting you. <laughs> And I will be back. I can't wait now that I want to come to your studio, too, right there in Siena. So, Marco, let me ask you this. When did you first realize that you wanted to be an artist? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember when I was uh, kids that uh, uh, I remember that uh, I said uh, every time I want to do the school of art, I want to do the school of art. And um, maybe after my first exhibit, I decided to do to follow the, this way. And uh, fortunately, I I have a, a good result. Fortunately, you have a very good result. And I'm curious too, Marco. When you were growing up, did you travel uh, around to other uh, cities in in Italy to see other art? Was that part of uh, your growth to visit yeah. other artists? Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I visited many many places uh, in Siena and many uh, city where it's possible to find uh, uh, different artists uh, exhibit and many things. And uh, this part uh, it was very important for my background and my and my way. And let's talk a little bit about your way, because your way is uh, is a very ancient way. It's not like you decided, oh, I think I'm just going to become an artist and do contemporary abstract art. You went right to the classics. Tell us about that. Yeah, I decided uh, because uh, I love to work uh, with, the, with the gold, with the gold leaf. And uh, my town have a, a really strong background uh, about uh, the medieval art because in the 14th century, the um, Siena was a really important town about, especially about the art. And uh, I decided to, to mix these two parts and I decided to, to 
to transfer to the and to, to yeah to transfer to, to my client the the past the the great time of uh, of my town uh, over the past and that was a long long time ago like we're talking 14th century right that's right that's right i reproduce uh, uh, the, the masterpiece of a uh, great artist like duccio di boninsegna simone martini the great artist of uh, a medieval time from a 14th century, 13th century. And Marco, I'm just curious, but why do you think these artists back then, you know, so far back, chose to use these particular uh, materials like the gold and the wood? Was there an abundance of gold in Siena? Yeah, that's right. I, I, about my art uh, is incredible because I think uh, uh, I work with exactly the same material and exactly the same process and exactly the same tools that the artist used in the past. For example, I use the rabbit skin glue, gypsum, and uh, special clay, uh, and I painting with uh, a technique that the right name is egg tempera, because I mix uh, natural pigment with egg yolk. Because yeah, it is strange, I know, but uh, you have to think that in, for, in the 14th century, the artist uh, didn't have the possibility to buy acrylic color, oil color in art shop, but uh, um, used the egg yolk like a natural glue to create a, the, the personal color. That is fabulous. And I want to talk to you more about that when we come back from the break, Marco, on how these materials all come together and I want to talk more about your technique and and talk more too about Siena because it is such an ancient and beautiful city and Marco tell tell us what is your website so people can be looking at your art as they're listening to us talk yeah I, I see my website but uh, I can I ask you help to to do the spelling is much better of me my spelling Okay, my website is www.passatonelpresente.com. Passatonelpresente.com. P A S S A T O N E L P R E S E N T E.com. Perfect, perfect. Much better of me, I'm sure. Well, Marco, I can't wait to come back and and talk more when when we come back from the break. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel, and we'll be right back. Whether you're traveling to points near or far or traveling on a life journey, every transition is an opportunity regardless of your stage of life. If you, a family member, or a loved one is looking to downsize, retire, or buy or sell a home, contact your trusted Mountain Community Advisor, Janet Oppenheimer, from Nest Realty in Asheville. As a senior real estate specialist, Janet will help and guide you through any life transition one step at a time. Contact Janet at nestrealty.com today, helping you find that perfect home to fit your next journey. Nest Realty. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold. 
Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I am so excited today to be talking to Marco Caratelli. He is in Siena, Italy, and we have a little bit of a time difference, don't we, Marco? Hello, welcome back. Thank you. So for you, it is in the afternoon, evening there now? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. So you've had a whole day. And Marco, I want to talk to you more about your art, because when you look at the beauty and the depth and the richness of the uh, the technique that you use, the gold that you use, how where do you even find that gold? I'm curious. Where do you find the gold? Yeah, in the I buy uh, in the company that uh, made from the block of gold uh, past the block uh, the block of gold between the rulers for many many time, and uh, the company created the special gold leaf of uh, two micro two micron, so thin, very thin. So do you? Very, very Let's talk a little bit about the tools that you use, because you said you have to use these ancient kind of tools. Sure, what? sure. Yeah, I I use the, the tools and the material that the artist used in the past. Like I told you in the first part, I prepared the panel of wood with the gypsum and the rabbit skin glue. It's a very strange thing, but you have to, to think that in the medieval time, did not exist uh, synthetic material. And the artist used it to boil some part of animal farm, like a skin, bones, made the gelatin, and they used this gelatin like a natural glue. Today, I buy rabbit skin glue dryer, but when I put in the water, change the volumes, and if I warm it, come to liquid. And the, this material, I use it to prepare the base of a, of a painting. And after, I use it, the special clay to prepare the gilding. After that, uh, I upload the, um, the gold leaf. And the last step, I painting. And I painting with, uh, with the natural pigment. Like I told you, I mix it with the egg, with the egg yolk. And I use a, a natural pigment like uh, blue lapis lazuli, terra di siena, and uh, many other stone or land. So you have all of Earth right there at your fingertips. You use all parts of the Earth, right? Yeah. So let me ask you, uh, Marco, you, you do these reproductions of this beautiful art from the 13th to the 16th centuries. Uh, you reproduce these beautiful, beautiful works of art. But you also create your own uh, more of a contemporary. Uh, sure. Talk about that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for this part. And uh, yeah, I do classic reproduction because many clients that pass uh, uh, in front of my studio, love to to buy uh, classic reproduction like uh, Virgin with a Baby and uh, Saints uh, and uh, some details from, for example, from the Good Government Fresco and the other things. But uh, I love to to play also with uh, to create a, a new composition. For example, I love to bring some details from an old panel, and I try to give them a new interpretation, new life, and um, 
because if you see some details in other contests with the, in a modern house with the modern furniture it's possible to see uh, like uh, modern art contemporary art but uh, with the old uh, old detail that i got it from a really old panel and i love the contrast to create the modern art with the old technique and i love this kind of contrast that sounds beautiful and and being able to use the same the same materials you use the same materials yeah yeah yeah, yeah. same material same material and i i really love this kind of contrast that is so beautiful and you have you have a studio right there in siena is that correct yeah yeah in siena very close to the the cathedral in the center and uh, it's very easy when the people come uh, on the in the street uh, to see my windows my and to come uh, to come in uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, see my my piece of art and can people actually see you working marco do you work there in your studio too do you do your art there yeah 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 so yeah. people can come by and they can they can watch you sure sure but people uh, buy in, in my studio and uh, or get the business card and uh, write me um, after after um, some some week and to commission uh, a special piece for for uh, for the house oh that's i definitely want to do that sometime and you know when mm-hmm. i was in siena i realized that it seems to be such a wonderful city for students you must get a lot of students because there are a couple of universities and yeah. uh, let's talk a little bit about that do you find that there are people young people who are looking at your art and yeah. wanting to do yeah. that too yes is in a young uh, is in a young town because we have a two different university and um, and uh, have a, a lot of uh, vibration, a lot of uh, <laughs> good, uh, good atmosphere as in a young town, but uh, uh, the tourist uh, is uh, not only young people for the tourist, yeah. Well, it's so lovely too, because there are no cars in Siena, right? People can only walk no. there? In the center, no. In the center, the people can walk in, in the middle of a street. I love that. That was one thing that just made me so happy being in Siena was that everybody was walking and yeah. and visiting. And so Yes, but it's not easy to walk in Siena because we have a hill and uh, it's not a flat town. And also a bit of cobblestone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I want to ask you too, just to go back to the to the materials again. What kind of wood do you use? You talked about wood. What kind of wood do yeah. you use? Yeah, the best wood for this kind of technique is a poplar because it don't have many vents and nuts, and it's not uh, really heavy, but uh, it's light. Yeah, and uh, like I told you, I try to reproduce uh, with exactly the same method, exactly the same way. And uh, I use also um, the the poplar because uh, the 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 whole pieces is made uh, with the poplar. Isena wood is very easy to find in this part of uh, Italy. Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask if it was easy to find in that part of Italy, and it sounds yeah, yeah. like it is. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good thing. Marco, do you feel that uh, sometimes when you get ready to 
begin a painting, especially a painting that is of a reproduction that you're looking at this beautiful piece of art, do you ever feel that you're maybe channeling that artist, that it, that there's something coming through you that yeah. is making you uh, be able to see and, and feel what the artist was feeling? Yeah, yeah. I, I try to to do with this exactly the, the way that the artist uh, did uh, these special pieces uh, in the past. So do you feel sometimes that maybe that artist is coming through you somehow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a beautiful thing. So, Marco, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about your exhibits and uh, and where people can can get your find your art and, uh, and just how you go about doing that. And let's talk again. You tell me your, your website, and then I will say it in the, in the letters. Okay. www.passatonelpresente.com Passatonelpresente.com. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, it's your Italian is perfect. Oh, Marco, you're making me blush. Okay, I'm gonna say it <laughs> out loud. It's P A S S A T O N E L P R E S E N T E dot com. Perfect. And that is the Thanks. past and the present in English. Right. That's right. It makes perfect sense. Well, this <laughs> I'm looking forward to coming back and, and talking more with you and, and hearing more about, about this beautiful art that you do, Marco. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel, and we will be right back. Spring has finally sprung, and with our backyard in full bloom, now is the time to get out and find adventure wherever it may lead. From the mountains to the rivers and all the turf in between, we are no less than blessed with our beautiful backyard right here in western North Carolina. There's a will, there's a way, and for the way we have the wheels to take you wherever you wish to wander. Adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Find your adventure vehicle at PrestigeSubaru.com. Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road in Asheville. And welcome to Subiville. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I am so excited to be here today with Marco Caratelli. Marco is speaking to us from Siena, Italy. And Marco, it is so just so refreshing to talk to you, an artist who has such a love and respect for the ancient, for the old ways of doing things. Yeah. yeah. For you, like we were talking about earlier, just walking through your town of Siena, uh, there's so much beauty and aesthetic. You must be so inspired all the time. Yeah, I'm very lucky to because I can get uh, inspired every in every place. Every place. So, Marco, have you ever come here to the United States of America? I was in the state uh, the last time, uh, uh, 2017, maybe. Yeah, and um, yeah, because I did a, 
some um, exhibit uh, in the States, uh, more in the States than uh, in, in Italy. More in the States than in Italy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now, do you have yeah. a, a, a person in the United States who helps you with exhibits? How do you get set up in different places? No, I, I remember when I started to decide to do the exhibit in the States because 90% of my clients is from the state. And uh, I decided to do, I want to try to do an exhibit in the States. So I, I, um, I went uh, on web and um, they are looking for um, gallery, art gallery in New York. I find that, uh, many art gallery and uh, I write them uh, many email to, to do is possible a, a sort of a collaboration between us. And uh, um, I had uh, two appointments and I was in New York for the Christmas time for holiday and I got it, these two, two appointments. And um, I decided to do an exhibit with the World Nazi Gallery in New York in 2016. And uh, I remember that uh, I sold uh, 15 pieces. And, uh, and uh, so we decided to do a second exhibit uh, in 2017. Yeah. People love your work, Marco. They want to have that Thank you. Thank that you, that work in your in their homes, and that's such a beautiful thing. And and you do exhibits too there in Italy occasionally. Is that what happens? No, no, never. never. I, I did a solo exhibit in New York. I did a, another exhibit in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Beautiful place, amazing place. I, I love them. I, I love there. Absolutely. It's a beautiful place. And the more I did, uh, thanks to my great friend, um, uh, Mr. Steve Steinberg, I did uh, two pieces of art for a church in San Francisco, St. Paul Church in Noi Valley. And uh, yeah, I, I had a really good time there. So yeah. do you plan on coming back sometime and doing I some hope, more? Uh, so when we'll be to the hand of this uh, uh, pandemic. And um, yeah, I hope to come back in the States for uh, another exhibit. Well, you let us know, Marco, when that happens, and we'll make sure that everybody comes. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We'll have a big party and, and be able to see all your work. And I'm curious too, Marco, when you set out to do a painting, whether it's a reproduction or something that is uh, unique that you're doing on your own, give us an idea of the process as far as the timing. How about how long does it take you to to paint one of these beautiful paintings that you do? Yeah, for example, for small pieces, I need uh, one week, ten days to do uh, pieces. Uh, for the bigger, I need uh, more time. So. I did uh, also on a really big panel for a client in uh, Indianap from Indianapolis, and I remember that I spent uh, two months maybe to do these uh, big pieces. And do you do uh, do you do like a, a sketch first, or or do you do just kind of freehand? How do you? No, no, get... I, I do the sketch uh, before, and 
uh, when uh, I transferred uh, from the paper on a, on a panel, um, I, I reproduce uh, so precise the, my sketch and uh, everything uh, is um, perfect. Uh, I can't do freehand. I want to I find out about this gold leaf that we were talking about earlier, too, because you were talking about how thin this gold leaf is. Do you, yeah. do you use a special tool to pick it up so that it doesn't yeah, rip? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you for this question. Uh, because, I saw, like I told you, it's so thin, only two micron, and um, it's not possible to bring with the finger. But uh, I have a special brush that uh, I can I get uh, with the electrostatic energy. I bring the, the metal, the gold, and uh, I put on a, on a panel. It's almost like you have to be a chemist and a scientist in addition to being an artist. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marco, I can't thank you enough for being here today on Speaking of Travel, and I want people to be able to to come to Siena and visit with you sometime and see your oh, beautiful sure. studio. It would be, be my pleasure. We take a coffee of, uh, of your, with your audience and with you if you want. That sounds lovely. We're going to get a group together and come over and, and see sure. you. And let's say one more time here, the uh, website is, uh, tell us your website and then I will say it. It's sure. Okay www.passatonelpresente.com where it's possible to see many pictures of uh, the exhibit of uh, the webinar for the National Gallery is interesting and uh, if you do the spelling for me will be great my pleasure uh, Marilyn. it'll be my pleasure so that would be p a s s a t o n e l p r e s e n t e dot com and that means past and present and marco speaking with you just is such a pleasure and i can't wait to have you back sometime on speaking of travel so we can catch up with you and definitely sometime i want to come we all want to come to your studio and see you right there my pleasure would be my pleasure thank you so much Marilyn. thank Thank you you so so much much, marco ciao 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 a tutti Well, you know, as more destinations focus on natural resource preservation, it's really time to be tuned in to the environmental impact of tourism. And coming up next is Clark Lovelace of the Brevard Transylvania Chamber of Commerce and Tourism Development Authority here in Western North Carolina to update us about his county's efforts to become more eco-friendly and educated. So stay tuned. Ciao. Why not make the most of the beautiful spring season and plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect spring adventure in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is an online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. There are so many special places and awe-inspiring vistas around nearly every corner, and this is the perfect time to create safe and memorable adventures across Western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today.
Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. Well, it really looks like people are beginning to get out and about again. And you know, this is a perfect time to travel mindfully and safely and really become a much more conscientious traveler. It's actually pretty exciting to see ecotourism become a movement. And there are more and more people who are tuning in and really paying attention to how we can travel and leave as little footprint as possible. And as more destinations focus on natural resource preservation, the mainstream population is becoming more tuned in to the environmental impact of tourism. Well, over the last couple of years, I've spoken with Clark Lovelace. He's the executive director of the Brevard Transylvania Chamber of Commerce and the Tourism Development Authority, the TDA, right here in Western North Carolina. And we've talked about his county's efforts to become more eco-friendly and how they're educating their guests to become more appreciative and ingrained. And today, Clark is back to update us on their continued sustainable approach to encouraging visitors to believe they have a responsibility to respect the destination. And Clark, it is really great to have you here again and, and at such a beautiful time of the season. Yes, Marilyn. Uh, thank you, as always, for having me on. I, I enjoy getting to connect, but I also enjoy getting to talk about the special little gym we have here in Transylvania County and the and the right way to um, to enjoy it. Well, like I said, it's such a beautiful time. And I'll tell you, over the last year, I have gone over to Brevard a couple of times, and I've just always enjoyed my time there. It's always so relaxing. And it's just a paradise, Clark. I mean, we can brag and brag and brag, but it truly is. Your county over there is, uh, it's just so special and, and gifted with so many waterfalls. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. I, you know, it, it's amazing. Over 50% of Transylvania County is public land. And we actually have six public lands that are, are, are partially uh, in Transylvania County. Of course, the big three, Pisgah National Forest. DuPont State Recreational Forest, and Gorges State Park. I'm sure most of your listeners are familiar with those three. We also, though, have Headwaters State Forest, which is a very uh, rugged, without much infrastructure type of, um, mostly probably for protection, but some avid folks make their way there. Uh, A little bit of Nantahala National Forest, and actually the Blue Ridge Parkway. So in total, six with 250 waterfalls between them all. Wow, that that's amazing. And I think this is a good segue right here when we're talking about rugged wilderness, forest, waterfalls, and tourism. And we're talking, too, about uh, mindfulness and safety. Let's talk a little bit about that, Clark, in regard to the fact that you your county there is so wild. It's a wilderness, and people have to be careful. Sure. Um, you know, we actually started a waterfall safety campaign with with that specifically in mind. Um, we It started um, after the busy 2016 season where we met with our public land managers and talked through ways we could help and 
uh, a low-hanging piece of fruit, something that mattered to all of them that they needed help with was waterfall safety. And so we started a campaign then that includes, you know, waterfall safety tips, posters throughout the county, a PSA uh, with our land managers speaking. All this is, is being shown either on social media or at their visitor centers. You know, and it's interesting. It's um, it's it's common sense, but I think when people are in that mode playing outside, they're not thinking safety first. You know, as as one of the public land managers put it uh, in the um, in the PSA, they said, uh, you know, these are not amusement park rides that were designed for your safety. So if if I may, I'm just going to highlight and read uh, the relatively simple tips. Observe all of the posted signs leading to the waterfall areas. Do not swim or wade upstream uh, anywhere near a waterfall. Stay on the marked trails and observation areas. Always watch for slick, slick rocks around waterfalls. Do not jump off waterfalls, even small ones, or dive into what appear to be pools. Watch your children, and pets at all times, and don't climb on any rocks that are above waist height. So again, all pretty straightforward tips, but you kind of have to be in that mode where you're paying attention. Absolutely. And the more we can pay attention and and show the stewardship for the land as well, making sure that you leave no trays, what you bring in, you take out. There's just so much discovery and wonderment when you're when you're out in nature like that. And Clark, I have to ask you, because I know it's getting to be on on that time where that white squirrel comes out. Give us a little background on the white squirrel. I don't know that everybody knows what that even means. Well, sure. Well, uh, it's the white squirrel weekend that I'm sure you're you're speaking about. The white squirrel itself uh, has been a mascot of Brevard for over 50 years. You know, the story goes that... um, Someone was gifted uh, two white squirrels from um, an exotic pet zoo uh, in Florida, and they kept them in a cage and, and kind of enjoyed them themselves, but then finally just decided to set them free in their backyard. And once they were free in the backyard, they, um, they made a, a little baby white squirrels. <laughs> and it literally just grew from that one couple. And now we have uh, one of the largest uh, concentrations of white squirrels anywhere in the United States. They're not albinos. They're technically a variation of the gray squirrel, and they are pretty darn solid white. They they sometimes have a little black uh, streak down the the back of their neck, kind of like a mohawk. But there are there are little um, friendly mascots. And what do you what do you do at this festival? Like, do they come out and play with you? Do you dance with them? <laughs> what happens? No, no. No, there is actually a white squirrel that they have come out for Groundhog Day. He competes with Punxsutawney Phil and makes makes his predictions. And he, he is uh, a, an injured white squirrel. And that's that's how he was taken out of captivity for the weekend itself. You know, it's funny if you when I talk to some people, they call it a music festival because there's lots of great music that takes place in connection with the festival. You talk to others and they call it a family festival. Um, so there's, you know, face painting and fun food and kids games, et cetera. And so, uh, you know, we're excited. It had historically been on Memorial Weekend. The decision coming out of the pandemic was to move it in part to allow the focus on Memorial Weekend 
to be about our veterans um, and to, to honor um, those folks. And so we have some exciting things going on through our Veterans History Museum on Memorial Weekend where uh, White Squirrel will actually be the following weekend. And so you'll have a basically Friday evening and all day Saturday uh, right in downtown Brevard. You will have fun food and vendors and activities and, and great music going on and really just a great opportunity to enjoy our, our special uh, little town. And Clark, how can people find out more information, find out all the deets on all of these festivals and even on into the summer? There's going to be a lot going on. How can we get more information? Yeah, I'll actually, I'll give you two uh, addresses. Our e- uh, email, or excuse me, our website is explorebrevard.com. And that's where all our visitor and tourism information, you know, is comprehensive uh, and, and you can find the best info. Uh, specific to White Squirrel Weekend, it's actually put on by our downtown Main Street program, um, Heart of Brevard. So I'll recommend going to brevardnc.org to find out more about um, the downtown programming, which includes White Squirrel Weekend. They also... Um, have Saturday strolls and some art programming. So you can just check out that website uh, and and make a visit to downtown Brevard. Well, I'm all about it, Clark. I love coming to downtown Brevard. It's one of my very favorite places and I even make it into a little staycation. So thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. And I look forward to having you back on the show as the summer goes on so we can catch up and see what's going on over there. Uh, as we get into the fall season, it seems so far away, but it'll be here before you know it, right? Marilyn, this is always fun. I always feel like only one minute has gone by uh, and already time's up. Um, well, until next time, I will look forward to catching back up with you. Absolutely. And you know what, Clark, we're just going to have to do a whole show on Brevard. So stay tuned for that. Sold. You got it. Well, thank you so much to Clark and to Marco for being on Speaking of Travel today. You know, we really talk a good bit on Speaking of Travel about the benefits of traveling and how traveling can actually make you a better and happier person. So when you really think about it, what with the experiences and forever memories, it's really about getting out of your routine and getting out there and meeting people from all over the world. You know, travel is really like one continuous school day. There's no better confidence builder and really just getting away from it all, even for a small amount of time, will help you have a far better appreciation for the wonder and joy that's right here on our own lovely planet. So what are you waiting for? Go to Italy, immerse yourself in art and history, experience the beauty of the landscape and the wonderment of the people. Go explore Brevard, have a picnic, take a hike, go gem mining, learn about the cradle of forestry. The bottom line is plan a trip and add to your memory bank. Even just remembering past travels will make you a much happier person. Just go. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 